Hi, Quick Lectures. Welcome back to another episode of the Quick Lectures podcast. This is a full episode. I'm joined here with my co-host, Rufan. What's up, Rufan? Hey, man. Long time. What's going on? Yeah, it feels like that. It feels like that. We've been doing this once a week episode, and it just feels like it's too much time in between. The Bangladeshi uh, series that we just are into right now, things are just going so fast. That's what I feel like, especially when there's 2020s involved, because the games are happening every other day almost. That's what I'm like, oh, man, I... Rafan and I really need to get together and talk about this because these all the whole series passes and then we get a chance to finally talk about it. It falls under a odd time here in US. It starts off 2 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. And uh as you know, we have our Thanksgiving holidays that came up. Work gets really hectic right before that. So it's been a busy week with a lot of cricket going on. Apparently, not just Pakistan, India and New Zealand are playing and there are a couple other countries going at it so it's a lot to cover yeah everyone straight out of the world cup just went into another series right away there was no break whatsoever so Pakistan and Bangladesh played their t20 series they right now at this very moment are engaged in the first test match um we'll maybe do a little bit of a prediction work on on test matches in a little bit but let's talk about the t20 series we had three games Pakistan won all three games um, what's your overall impression, Rufan, about the games? How how they go for you? Starting with the players that we wanted to see during the T20 World Cup, those uh, came in front. That's that's good news. Even Dhani finally got a chance. <laughs> yeah. And the uh, player who stood out to me was Mohamed Vaseem. Uh, I I actually didn't know much about him. Uh, to see his pace and his economy rate was awesome. And in past, how we've treated our fast bowlers, especially the new blood. It's encouraging to see we keep on producing these fast bowlers and not just one of them. There's two, three that, that are, uh, currently in the circuit. And to see Mohamed Wasim get a chance, it was, it was pretty good. And then Mohamed Nawaz got a chance to play. He's a, he's a good batsman apparently as well. And then, um, Abdul Qadir's son, Usman Qadir, he performed as well. So everybody got a chance and I think they did it at the right time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the only negative I would say, I think you brought this up during the T20 World Cup, how slow and how late we were getting the runs in. And I think the overs 10 to 15 were pretty quiet for a T20 match. And I know you mentioned that as a concern and I was looking at a bigger plan when it came to T20 World Cup. I thought consistency was more important, but now that's getting a little concerning because Pakistan is the number one T20 team. Uh, and I don't know what, where Bangladesh stands, definitely seven or six. Granted, they're in uh, playing in home conditions, but I think they could have fought better during the 10 to 15 over. They they kept on dragging the match to 18 over. And I think one of the matches, they only scored, what, 106? And we took it to the 18th or 19th over to chase yeah, that down. That was so unnecessary. <laughs> And especially when we have the wickets in hand, why are we not taking chances? That's a bit concerning. And 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 when we did take the chance in the last two three overs, we lost wickets. <clears throat> so some are saying, "See, that's that's why we were trying to be careful because when we the pitch conditions are questionable, and they're saying that every time we take a chance, we lose wickets." But what I say to that is, the pressure is at different level when you're bringing your batsman in 11th over versus 18th over. Obviously, yeah. you lose wickets. Everybody who comes in, they they don't have it. They have a license to hit or get out. Looking at the past history in uh, Bangladesh, Australia lost to them. India lost to them. Uh, New Zealand lost to them. We did beat them and won the series. So 
that's good news. Yeah, totally agree, man. You are spot on in my book as far as the how the end of the tournament went. Well, not a tournament, but at least the T20 part of the tournament. And I think it's a big, big thing to celebrate. Pakistan, I think, did a great job winning. And again, we talked about this during the World Cup games where like Pakistan is really good at the process of winning. Like they they know how to win and they come and try to do that. And most of the time they've been successful, which is both refreshing and new for us because most of the time they're not successful before this T20 World Cup. Uh, but now most of the time their strategy is working and the strategy simply seems to be be safe. And I think that's become the Pakistani way of cricket right now, be safe. And some of us could look at it as a positive and some of us could look at it as a negative. I know it's easier to kind of nitpick a little bit, but the overall positive is very clear and overwhelming that it's largely having a very good impact, this kind of safety first strategy. They're not taking any risks. They play risk-free cricket. They're very basic by the book, just trying to, you know, get through the first 10. You know, in the old times when you used to watch ODIs and ODIs were so slow up to over 25. You remember those days? And then teams started really hitting uh, in the first 15 overs and then they would slow down after the 15th. And that's what it kind of feels like. Pakistan plays it like the ODIs. They're like, let's get through the 10 overs and let's try our best not to lose any wickets. And that strategy is working every game almost. You know, what is it, like um, six or seven games almost in a row if you take out the Australia loss? And, you know, they, they're playing every game basically the same exact way, which was my criticism. My criticism is like your plan to every team and to every match situation should probably not be the same exact plan. Uh, but... I feel like I'm wrong in this because clearly it's working. So kudos to them. And I do think, like you were saying, that this is a home ground for Bangladesh that every other big team has lost in. India, Australia, and Pakistan themselves have lost in. So to right. see this team come in and actually win all three, even if you know there were slow games and boring games for, for the most part, they won. Um, took away that home advantage that Bangladesh had for such a long time. They're like the the hardest team to beat in Bangladesh. So that's that's a big, big win. And I think that gives a lot of confidence to the Pakistani uh, team. Every player is bringing something to the table. That's also something we haven't seen in the past, right? Uh, I know I don't want to bring up Hassan Ali over and over again, but he came back. He took four wickets in his first match. You know, he was... Definitely some anger he needed to take out. But if you look at, I think you, you mentioned how many matches we've won in the past. It's eight out of nine we've yeah. won. We lost one to Australia. And the thing that you got to notice is that all eight matches, there were eight different man of the matches out of these wins. That's incredible. And we have total 11 players. And obviously we switched some players out. And our best performing player is, it happens to be Bob Razam, who hasn't performed in Bangladesh. But mm -hmm. he hasn't been the man of the match in any of these, which is yeah. crazy. So, you know, that means our, our team is doing great. And it also shows you that batting and bowling is deep. Everybody can bat. And at the time that they come the, on the pitch, they're required to hit sixes. And all of our bowlers are capable of hitting 
really big sixes, which is great because at 18 and 19 over, that's all we need from these bowlers. We're not looking for 50s and 100s from them, obviously. It's only 12, 18 balls. So it's been it's been working out. Whatever the plan is, uh, we can criticize it all day. We can get technical. But it's just going to come down to one of those knockout stages where we have to somehow switch some tactics and go a little harder. And uh, what also is unique about Pakistan team these days is we were terrible at chasing scores. Yeah. And I think we've, we've been doing a great job, such a great job that I'm concerned about them batting first. I think the only match <laughs> they did lose was when they batted first against uh, Australia. Because you don't have a budget to work with, it's more important to put more higher score just in case. You, you need those 20, 30 extra runs. But if we keep on playing safe, I think it's a good strategy, chasing a total. But going first, we got to be explosive. We got to put up 180 and 200 and make that a standard for for a number one T20 team, obviously. You know, everybody is uh, behind us when it comes to ranking. So we got to show how good we are. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that a little bit of the stats and and the man of the match and, and Bob Razum's performance not being always the key thing uh, because the impression before was that if Bobber clicks, Pakistan has a chance. If he doesn't click, Pakistan definitely is going to lose. And Pakistan definitely made that come true many, many, many times in the past, but things have definitely changed since the, since the T20. Um, by the way, just a quick plug here for some of our social media uh, pages that we've just opened up. We've got, Crick Electuals on Instagram, we got Crick Electuals on TikTok, and uh, we got Crick Electuals on Facebook. So check us out on those. And on TikTok, we had just posted this video, this series of videos, these three videos where we talk about Babar Azam's um, captaincy and its relationship to his batting. So Rafan, we found that. So the question really was that has Bobber's captaincy affected his batting in a in a negative way. And in test matches, it turned out that it really didn't. In the T20s, uh, his batting is better as a captain. And in one days, his batting average is not good. His batting average used to be higher when he wasn't a captain, but his strike rate is better as a captain. You know, overall, he's... Definitely a better batsman now. Uh, if you if you look at just those numbers alone, the averages and the strike rates, he's a better batsman as a captain than he was when he wasn't a captain. So that's something interesting. Yeah, but how many ODIs has Bobber led so far in Test matches? I don't think that number is many. that great. Well, that's the right. thing. If and you al- dig deeper also, into the stats. Also, we don't know our ODI team. What is Pakistan bringing to the table? We have no clue with this new selection of team members. That's going to be, I'm actually curious to see how well they perform and now how used to they they are to the T20 format. I I really hope they do perform. It's going to be a little difficult because it's hard to manage 50 overs when you've just played T20s. And I think they've replayed a lot of them in 2021. So it's going to be a difficult transition. And of course, Bobber is going to have a lot of weight on his shoulders on top of that. So I always like the idea to have a senior player leading the test team. I, I really believe that they should be treated completely differently. The player selection mm-hmm. should be different. 
And as you've seen that all these new bowlers are retiring from test cricket because they don't have the threshold to go 50, 60 overs. I I think we need to bring those seniors and and the bowlers that we have who are still performing like Mohamed Sami, who still hasn't retired. He still bowls 90 miles per hour. And why not put him in the test circuit? Give that guy a chance and uh, support this guy. And we have a few of those that are in their 30s, but they have great amount of stamina and physical capabilities to play a test versus these newer T20 bowlers who get yeah. tired pretty easy, apparently. That's an interesting point because when I look at the team that's playing right now, the test, we have Babarazam, Hamid Rizvan as captain and vice captain, respectively. We have Abid Ali, uh, Abdullah Shafiq, Azhar Ali. I guess Azhar Ali is the most senior. And Fawad Alam, Fahim Ashraf, Hassan Ali, Noman Ali, Sajid Khan, and Shaheen Shafridi. So that's the playing 11 in the first test match. And I see Fawad Alam as maybe possibly the oldest of the bunch. I don't know. I could be wrong on that one. But uh, definitely Azhar Ali seems to be the senior most batsman. So not yeah, a lot of he's got a good, a good record to back it up to. He's a good test uh, batsman. He did captain our team yeah. for a few years. And he did a great job. Uh, obviously won. Yeah, and I think he he should have been given more chances. And then Bob Rodham has a lot of responsibility, man. Now he's he's a ICC tournament hero, right? I think we should give him some break and let's test him out on in ODIs to see how he performs before he can take over a test team. And then you're surrounded by a lot of senior players, and things don't work out the way it should. Versus the T20, where all the players are younger than you, apart yeah. from couple. Like we had Shoaib Malik and or at least Muhammad less Abiz. experienced, right? Right. So it's going to be a difficult transition for Barbara. It's going to be a challenging situation here. This is like the perfect scenario <laughs> to yeah. play against Bangladesh and not come home with a Test uh, series win. He should be ready for a lot of criticism altogether. And on that note, friends, we're going to go ahead and end our episode. Uh, We'll see you next time. Stay tuned. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Crickelectuals and also check us out on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, all of the good social media stuff. We're there now. So check us out, engage with us, talk to us, and uh, be sure to also rate us on the platform that you're listening to us. That helps us out a little bit. And we appreciate you and we will continue to give you uh, content coming up with the games that are left in this year. And there's plenty of cricket coming up. So stay tuned. See you next time. Have a good one.